listening to The Defiant Ones, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy. What's going on? My name is Kevin Deers. This is The Defiant Ones. Thank you so much for subscribing to The Defiant's Patreon page. We really appreciate all of the support. We couldn't do this without you, and uh, we're gearing up for Defy 50 this coming Saturday, the 26th, right? The 26th at Washington Hall. This is the 50th Defy show ever. And is going to be a big one. And one of the wrestlers returning to Washington Hall for a Defy match is Cody Chun. We got to see him in action against Jonathan Gresham for the ROH title uh, just a couple weeks back. But coming, he's going to be coming back with Guillermo Rosas, a guy that he went down to uh, Georgia and trained with at the Nightmare Factory. So I'm going to be chatting here on this episode of the Defiant Ones with Cody Chun. We're going to talk a lot about, you know, what that process was like with uh, with you know training under the tutelage of people like Cody of of uh, QT Marshall and Baron Black down in Georgia. So without any further ado, let's get ready for Defy Fifty by listening to this interview with classic Cody Chun on the Defiant Ones. Hey, what's going on? You probably recognize this face right here. He is back, Cody. Chun, he is uh he's back to the northwest and uh how you doing man i'm doing good i'm doing good i'm happy to be here finally i think i've, I've done one i haven't done one before or was you it have. just one on discord yeah yep yep you did one that was back before i was doing it as a video podcast that one was just audio but uh it's mm-hmm. it, i wanted to get kind of get an update on you and you know you, you had your first match back with defy against the roh champion jonathan gresham uh yeah. you know how, how was that for you, man? He he's one of the most uh, talented technical wrestlers out in the world. How how would how did that go for you? I mean, obviously well, you lost, but yeah. Other than <laughs> other than myself losing, that was a crazy match, and it was really different from a lot all the other matches on the card. And it was a lot of different. It was really different from all the matches I've had at Washington Hall. So I thought that was cool. I got to like try something new, but to be in the ring with him, that, that was crazy. Just like, you know, there's levels to this, and he's on, like, a huge, huge high level. I honestly think he's one of the best in the world right now. So that was pretty cool. I got to wrestle with him. I wish I won. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, so his style is very, you know, like I said, uh, very athletic, but also very, you know, technical. Is that is that a style that you train in? I try to, but um, I don't think I use a lot of it most of the time. But I think that was a match that I could showcase some of it. But maybe I can start showcasing more of it. But uh, usually it's kind of like a hidden trait about me. But I don't really know what my style is. <laughs> I guess if you had to classify, what would you what would you say your your strongest you know attribute as far as like your style would be? Deathmatch, Cody Chun. <laughs> yeah, that's my second best. <laughs> no, um, honestly, it probably would be technical then but I'm not too well-versed in the other styles. I want to get into Lucha, do more Lucha, but that's pretty much it. So that was your first match back at Washington Hall, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Washington Hall, technically, no, because I I did the 
the New Japan Strong show. Ah, that yes, a, that's right. Your that first match, match back. Your first match back with Defy. Yeah, yeah. So, tell me a little bit about how the last few months have been. Um, you know, you kind of you left us uh, wondering what would happen, and then we saw you pop up on social media with a couple pictures. So, well, for anyone <laughs> that that's not uh you know following on social media and stuff, where where did you go for a few months? I uh, went down to Atlanta, Georgia, or Norcross, Georgia, and I joined the Nightmare Factory. I just thought, like, I knew, I wanted to try something new. Like, I've been in the area for a while. or I've only been here, training here. So I want to go out and just learn like another, another style or just pick someone else's brains. So we went down to the Nightmare Factory for three months. It was cool. Like, it's like training five days a week. But it was brutal. Like I was, I was pretty beat up. Like every single day. When you said we went down, who who did you go with? I went down with uh, Guillermo. So Guillermo Rosas and I went down. Awesome. And did you guys get like a, a short term lease on a place? Did you sublet or how? You know, how did you guys get set up down there? Uh, we pretty much we got an Airbnb together. Oh wow! And then it was in a good area. And then like we got a car, and we just drove to practice every day. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekends we would just like we would just stay at home and just like relax. Yeah. Like we didn't, go, we didn't go out. Like we were just so tired and we like ate healthy. Just like is that different part. for you? Is that, is that different than <laughs> how you normally are? I think we just ate like, it's the most strict I've ever been on a diet. Yeah. Yeah. Which, is that something that your coaches helped you with or was that something on your own? Um, no, no, we had we had uh, one of our coaches was a nutritionist, hmm. so uh, she, like she asked us what we like to eat and what we like to drink, things like that, and then she made everybody each individual their own like meal plan. Cool. So that was super cool, and that was the first like time I ever had a meal plan or like work with a nutritionist before in my life. So I think it helped, and I still follow the meal plan now. Yeah. So, so you go down there. Is is it a uh, you know a, just getting into kind of the um, the layout of it, is it something you have to try out for, or is it something you just, you, you, is there like an application process for it? Yeah. Um, I just went on the site and I looked up like when their next dates are. Mm-hmm. So I joined the, um, October to December program. So it's like three months programs. And then you just apply online and usually you should get accepted. And then you make your way, you know, take care of your own travel You make your yeah. way down there. Uh, when you guys were deciding to go down, what were your goals you had in mind? Um, I think my goal was to just, I wanted to just learn. I just felt like I haven't been learning that much lately. Um, especially because we just came back. It's like during the pandemic. Yeah. And like, we, like we couldn't really train that much. So I wanted to just kind of like dive back into it and just learn something new. And just like go and network and meet other people. Of course. And there's a lot of great people down there in Georgia. And I had a lot of fun. But yeah, really just networking and just learning a different style and just learning people's like different takes on things. Awesome. And uh, so when you go down there, who who are you learning from on a day to day basis? You know, uh, is it uh, QT Marshall and 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 uh, and Dustin? Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, Coach QT ran it. And then uh, Coach Cody. Oh, okay. And then, and then we had uh, Coach Luke and like Coach Baron, 
Uh, and Baron Black is on AW Dark a lot, and yeah. Coach Luke he's on. He's also on AW Dark. Luke Cox, right? Uh, no, no, uh, no, never mind. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, fuck it. But um, it's it's nice. Like every day, we just learn from them, and like, did we do different things like promos or or different in ring drills, which I really liked. Yeah, I wrote down everything in my notebook. Like, awesome. Like this notebook, like yeah. I wrote down like every day, like what we did in the morning, what we did at night. Yeah. Just so I can always like refresh and I need to write stuff down anyways. So five days, uh, five days a week, you know, pretty rigorous workouts. Did you get in pretty, pretty awesome shape? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think I did. The best shape you've but been it, in for wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. By December. And then, um, unfortunately, I got sick in December, and then mm. I lost like fifteen pounds, or not not fifteen, like ten pounds, and I mm. feel like my body went back down. Yeah. But, but yeah, I because we worked out every day, five days a week, and like I was like every day, I was scared of leg day. <laughs> yeah. Like when we were driving, I was like, oh, I know I'm just gonna have to like lift really heavy. I'm not like I can. And like I didn't think I could do it, but my coaches were like they knew I could, so so I did. But I was like, damn. But but credits to them because if they never would have challenged me, I never would have like done the workouts like yeah. that well, you know. Is is this uh is this the the most you've pushed yourself as far as like lifting? I think so. Yeah, and it and because it, like I never seen. Like I'm not the biggest guy, like, sure. but I do try to lift. Um, yeah. But like, I think my strength really got up there. Yeah, and I'm very happy I didn't like lose it. And every once in a while, like, but I don't really lift that heavy like we did sure. here. Now that I'm back in Seattle, but every once in a while I'll try to do it and just see if I still can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, what were your favorite lifts that you were doing though? Like, what what were you the most successful at? Um. Ooh, I don't like to toot my own horn, but uh, toot toot, come on, man. <laughs> um, let's see. I think I got my my squat really went up. Nice. And then, like, I found like my one rep max range. It was like, um, because we had to do this this uh, for like that we had to squat, and it was like you have to hit two reps and you mm-hmm. have two minutes of rest. We do eight. We do it eight times, but you have to like go up and wait. I think. And I just looked at my lifting partner and I was like, bro, just put whatever on. And like, I don't want to look at the weight. Cause like with him, he was like, I said, like, what do you want to add? He's like, uh, 25. All right. He does it. I thought, you know, I was like, you, you add whatever. Cause whatever, like I squatted with the coach would like the strength coach would be like, what are you doing? He was like, you need to add some more weight. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, are you serious? I'm struggling. <laughs> and so eventually I think my last rep, my last reps were like two reps at 345 and then I, like after i like racked it i just like sat down for like an hour i was like i'm good i'm done with leg day yeah but like i'm just happy my, my squat went up and i yeah and like i never um like our, the warm-ups that we did there i still do them now before my regular workouts because i never cramped up once when i was mm-hmm. working out over there so i'm like i gotta keep that here so I always try to keep it the same when I come back here in my small little garage gym. 
I got to say, man, it's quite a contrast to the first time we talked because the first time we talked, that was before, you know, any Defy matches, anything back open back up. And you were saying how, you know, you were like, I haven't wrestled. <laughs> so you were, yeah. you know, you were feeling kind of like you were out of shape. And so it's quite, quite the difference now. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, well, I'm just, I, I have to be in the ring every week and like, I have to work out like yeah. consistently or I'll feel like I'm not going to like do the best I can in my matches. It's like weird. It's like change my mental state. Like, <laughs> so, so your goals to go down there was just to just learn and, and to network and stuff. Would you say you, you reached those goals? I think so. Yes. I honestly do think so. Cause we went down and we had a great time and we connected, <clears throat> we connected with everyone there and we came back. I think we came back like better, better wrestlers and also like, in way better shape yeah you know so now that you're back you guys are a tag team is that right are you guys gonna you know keep going as a tag team because you have a tag team uh match coming up this weekend uh for defy 50 the 50th show saturday december february 26 my bad uh it's you and guillermo versus midnight heat and levi in a handicap match are you guys a unit are you guys like the nightmare factory unit now Pretty much. I mean, why not? Because we teamed a little bit before in Defy in the past, yeah. like with uh, Sima-san and uh, and like on a five five on five match with like Team Shaft and Team Hammerstone. Like we were on the same team. Yeah. So it's like, why not? And then because um, Guillermo's also been with me too, uh, even before the Nightmare Factory. Like we always tra- always training together. We do pretty much uh, almost everything together. So. I was like, why not? Let's just team up. Yeah. And I think like the Defy tag division is is a pretty good tag division. So like, why not just join join that one too? I'm trying to wrestle everybody at Defy. Yeah. <laughs> you trying to okay? So what are what are your goals now that you're back? You know, obviously you you had some time away, some time to think about it. You know, when you come back here to Defy, uh, what what are some of your goals? I think number one, of course, is to beat Midnight Heat. Yeah. And that is also number two and number three and number four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also want to try and challenge my way back for another for another chance at a, a championship. Like, um, I don't think I've ever had a chance at the, the Fire World title unless the 8XGP counts, like that whole tournament counts that's might been the only chance i ever had like and then i had the one chance against the defy tag team belts um with nick wayne but it's like i want to challenge for the belt like i'm ready to, i'm here i mm-hmm. want to wrestle for it especially the world title they would be pretty cool but uh i agree because but they got you know um christopher daniels is pretty good and i've wrestled I'd him say, before yeah, yeah. and he whooped my ass but you know, that was a few years ago, so I'd like to get another chance to run that back. Are you? Uh, how are you feeling coming back to Defy with with all of this more, much more experience under your belt? Are you feeling pretty confident? I honestly, I do feel pretty confident right now, but uh, I also feel like I, yeah, I do feel more confident. It makes me feel more happy when I wrestle, or like I have like I can have more fun when I wrestle and really mm-hmm. enjoy it and not like stress out about it. But it's a very stressful, very, very stressful job. Very stressful business. 
Okay. So, you know, here on the defiant ones, we like to kind of pull the curtain back a little bit and, and I'm curious, you know, so you, you know, you're, you're a guy who, who wrestles, but you also have to have a, a nine to five or a, or a night shift job or whatever. What was that yeah. like? You know, uh, did you have to quit your job to go down and do that? I did. Um, and, and like, thankfully they understood and then like, uh, cash my PTO out and yeah. all that good stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I left my job and I've been, I've been at like my current job for like two, I was there for like two, three years. Yeah. So I just up and left. And, um, so going down to Atlanta and not having a job for three months, is kind of weird. Yeah. You know, like we, all we did was wake up and like eat and go work out and do our like school duties. That was it. But not having a job is kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know what to do every day. Yeah. You know, for eight hours a day. Just, I don't know what to do. Cause usually I'm just at work, like taking care of stuff, but it's nice to just not have a job right now and just kind of just wrestle. Just hang out. Well, not hang out, but like you can have freedom to do what you want. But then you don't have any money. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> that's everyone. So everyone knows the struggle. You know, you're at this job two, three years, and and you know you're making a living, and you're and you're making ends meet, and paying your bills, and also wrestling on the weekends and traveling a little bit. But you know that that's quite a step to to invest in yourself and to bet on yourself really and to go down um you know what inspired you to take that chance on yourself and and was there a final straw that were that made you decide like i need to do this and and just you know quit my job and 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 do this tell me about that process i think it's just like when because i started wrestling when i was 18 yeah. So I always like had the thought like, well, in the future I'll go do this. In the future I'll go do that. But then like I haven't really done that much, and then, like I'm 24 now, and I'm like, dang, like maybe it's time to do it right now. Yeah. And then like once I found out about the Nightmare Factory, I was like, what? I was like, well, I have I have money saved up. I think I can do this like without making it like financially. It's not a financially bad decision for me to do sure. it because I have like money been saving up money since i started working good and then i was like you know i'm pretty stingy with my money mm-hmm. classic Sometimes. wrestler yeah <laughs> classic wrestler. <laughs> yeah so i i was like well i need to just take a chance and just go try it the worst thing that happens is like i just come back and nothing nothing really changes yeah um so i was like i want to do it and i told Guillermo about it and Guillermo was like well i'm, I'm gonna do it too if you if you're gonna do it i was like perfect we can just plan this together we went down but i mean people just need to start like believing in themselves more and taking more chances that's what i really think yeah um because if it, you know you put it out in the universe just go do it so that's why i was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go i told my parents like like three weeks before i left i was like oh i'm leaving for like three months yeah and my mom was tripping <laughs> but i was like i gotta go i gotta do this i gotta try something you never know. So I was like, yeah, let's just do it. Was it ever a thought for you to stay there or did you always know you wanted to come back to the Northwest? Mm. I think at a point I did want to stay there, but then I knew, I think, I feel like I was like, okay, this might be a little bit more expensive than, uh, expensive than just going back home. 
because I but I made good connections there with like all the people down there, and hopefully I can go back out there and wrestle. But it's just it was just like a lot of, uh, to think about financially, because yeah. then I would have to save up more or just like not or cut like do certain budget cuts on myself. Cause like you'd have to get like a hotel and then I probably have to drive all the way down there to have my car. Yeah. And then like furniture, like furniture is expensive. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get that pre-furnished apartment. Right. Yeah. And like, I didn't know furniture was that expensive. So I went to like, I not Ikea, but like a more furniture for less. Yeah. I was like, this is furniture for less. This is how, but it's still expensive. But, yeah. Yeah. But like, I was like, um, and it's a lot different down there. Like, the minimum wage in Seattle, I think, is fifteen, and yeah. in, in Georgia, it's like eight dollars. So it's like a, a pretty big uh, change I can pay if I had to get a job down there. But I guess yeah. like, um, I guess the apartment prices would even it out. But I didn't look sure. into that part. But the Airbnb was kind of pricey. Well, not it was okay, but it's kind of pricey. We, yeah. but we we were right next to the mall, which was nice. A lot of restaurants. Oh yeah. <laughs> What are your favorite mall restaurants, Cody? Um, if when I was in Georgia, there was the hot dog factory. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, because you're dogs. at the Nightmare Factory and you're eating <laughs> the hot dog factory. Yeah, I was like, this is the real factory. No, I'm joking. I was like, um, hot dog factory is funny. And then they had like, and then I went to Chipotle most of the time. If I was yeah. in the mall, I went to Chipotle, but usually. Um, like our cheat days or cheat meals, we always have McDonald's. I like, I like that's the last thing we did on Saturday night was go and get McDonald's. But then it's we're we're really spoiled here in Washington with fast food restaurants because they're open twenty four hours mm-hmm. mostly. Um, and Georgia, like fast food stops at like nine. Oh wow! So we have to drive to like five six McDonald's to find one. That's <laughs> crazy. I was like, I was kind of upset, but you're heated, dude. Cut a promo yeah. on <laughs> on Georgia McDonald's in Georgia. So okay, so you're living with Guillermo Rosas, and uh, we know he's a sneakerhead. Um, you know, but he's on a budget oh. when you're down there in Atlanta, or he's down there in Georgia. Sorry, uh, yeah. and you're living next to a mall. How many sne- pairs of sneakers did did Guillermo buy when he was down there? <sighs> Honestly, none. Really. Yeah, we we couldn't get any of the like the drops from like Jordan down there. Cause, oh, you're a sneakerhead too, then. Yeah, I didn't know I, that. I, I okay, am. okay. Um, I just keep it on Loki. I have a lot of shoes I don't wear, you know. Sure. Um, but it was hard. We just kept missing out on the drops, and then we just like I brought way too much stuff there mm-hmm. going to Atlanta, and like like way too much stuff. Now that I think about it, like a lot of clothes to the point where the the people at Alaska Airlines were like, no, you can't bring all your clothes on the plane. Yeah. So I, when I was down there, I was like, I'm not going to do a lot of shopping because I got to send all this back or I got to yep. bring it back. But I, I ended up like donating a lot of my clothes um, to the stores there. But yeah, we didn't buy any, any shoes. I wish, I wish I could. Cause I wanted some pairs of, of Jordans, but like they didn't have my size. They all had like really small sizes. All right. So, what's your most prized possession as far as shoes go? What's your like crucial pair that you 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 love? Has to be a Jordan One, mm-hmm. um, for sure. I'm waiting for the right time to bust them out, but I do have like 
the origin story uh Jordan ones, which is like based off the Miles Morales Spider Man movie mm. that came out. Because Miles in that movie wears a pair of Jordan ones, so they yeah. like made a custom one about him. So time and place, I'm gonna bust them out. But as of right now, they just chilling. How do you feel about wrestlers wearing Jordans while they wrestle? Is that is that hard for you to watch as they like damage the shoes? Um, to be honest, I think it's pretty cool now. Yeah, I I was like I always liked um, I always wear boots myself. I I but I wear like shoes to train. Yeah. But to wrestle in Jordans, that's that's pretty hard. Yeah, because uh, some Jordans are pretty stiff, but it looks really good when a lot of wrestlers do it. And uh, like Montez Ford on Raw, he doesn't wear Jordans, but he wears LeBrons. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's pretty dope. Uh, but like, I I could never wear Jordans myself because I'm already too cautious about like creasing them or getting them dirty. Yeah, so I like to be safe with them. But um. But people hooping. I mean, Jordan hooped in them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people don't really hoop in Jays no more. But but now people are wrestling in them, which is pretty cool. So I noticed that you have kind of a gamer headset. So we gotta oh, we gotta yeah. know what what games are, are you playing? Um, recently, oh, I got really lucky in Atlanta. I bought a PS5 down there. Nice. Okay. So, so like, here we go. Me talking about budget cuts, and I I'm buying yeah. a PS5. Well, you know, priorities. But, so I bought that. At, I bought it for retail. Bought it for retail at the Amazon store, on accident. Or not on accident, but I had no idea they restocked it that day, and I just happened to walk in. Oh, and you're like, gotta but, do it. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, I gotta do this. Yeah. Um. So I got the PS5. So we immediately we bought FIFA. I'm a soccer guy. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, I bought Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Heard that's a great a, game. It's crazy. It's a yeah. crazy game. So I played that, and I was, you know, I was really feeling like I was a samurai for a bit. Yeah. And then now I got like this a new Spider-Man game, Miles Morales. Well, it's not new; it came out years ago, but I'm finally playing it. Yeah. And then also NBA because I'm a basketball guy. Two K. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Uh. Okay. Right on. So, uh, are you are you cool with people knowing your gamer tag? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Since think, it's the Defiance Patreon, you know, it's not for like the general public. But if if you're here in the Defiance, you got to know what what's your gamer tag. So on PSN, I think it's this is classic CC. <laughs> classic CC. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. my PSN. Awesome. Man. I'll be on that. You, I don't you, really play that much anymore, but I try to. Do you like doing Twitch stuff? Do you are you a fan of that? Well, I did it once, like last year, but I just never had time for it anymore. I wish sure. I could do it. I guess now that I don't have a job, I could. <laughs> but now I got to, I got to find something to play on the computer, and then I got to make it interesting. Yep. You know, it's the struggles. So now that you're back in, uh, now that you're back in Seattle, in the Northwest, what's your training schedule like? Are you training a couple times a week? Are you training, and I'm assuming up up in Everett or. Yeah, we do train um, uh, at least once a week of an effort. Um, we all get together and train, which mm-hmm. is nice because if I don't if I don't get together and train, I feel like I, I'm not ready for like the match. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like that's how like strict ring cardio is because it's like ring cardio is like different from any type of other cardio. Um, so I feel like if I'm I don't nodding train, like I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, totally. 
but I feel like if I don't train once a week, I'll lose my ring cardio and then mm. I won't be able to like to breathe on the weekend. Have you, have you had that happen before where you've lost your, your ring cardio? Um, I, I guess so. I guess so. But it's like when you, when you get gas during the match and then you're, you start going off of like, you're just, your mental, like mm. I, I can keep going. I can keep going. I can keep going. Um, but like, but if you'd never have to like feel gassed and have to turn that mental on, you just have the mental on without feeling gassed at all. Like that's what I want. That's like perfect right there. So I always try to train hard, like once or twice a week, we'll try to get together. And then in the weight room, hopefully like, every day pretty much try to do something if i if i know i have a match from close to a match i won't lift as heavy because i don't want to be like having heavy legs when i wrestle because man once you get gassed your legs go out first yeah and and then like if you can't feel like you can't walk then like uh oh what are you gonna do but then luckily it's never i've never experienced that that much knock on wood knock on wood but yeah so now that you're back, you know, what was, tell me a little bit about like what that felt like to come back to defy and have fans chanting for you. must've felt pretty good, huh? It felt crazy. It felt amazing. And it felt even better when I, uh, came out and helped Bollywood in that ladder match, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And, you know, I'm always very thankful for the defiance because it's like, it's not like any other crowd there. Like it's so different, and especially when the, a lot of the other wrestlers come to Seattle and they wrestle mm-hmm. here, they're like, "Wow, this place really is different." And it's true because even I like gone and wrestled down to other crowds, and a lot of different. There's a lot of different crowds, but the defiance really stands out. So, and somehow I just I get I get a lot of love from them, which I'm thankful for. So to come back and still get the same amount of love, like and even more this time, that's crazy. Well, I got to say, man, like it's five years of Defy and, you know, over these five years, we've seen you grow, you know, as, you know, a pretty, pretty young wrestler, you know, uh, that's starting, you know, had, had some matches, but we really watched you blossom into a wrestler, into like a really, you know, quality, talented wrestler. And then to see you, you know, take a chance on yourself, come back and have that motivation and that confidence. It's, it's really fucking cool, man. So congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's been, Absolutely. It's been a journey. It's, it's crazy to think about. If I've been here for five years. Mm-hmm. 50 shows now. 50 shows. Time flies. Right? It's crazy. What I wonder was your how many first shows match? I've been on. What was your first match? It was... Uh, it was Carl Randers and I mm-hmm. against... I remember, yep. Rebel Kell and Clark Connors. Yeah. Clark Connors, yeah. What, what's he been up to? I haven't heard from him. <sighs> He's doing some great things. Over I know, I know. <laughs> exactly. He's awesome. Exactly. Every, I, um, I get to see him a lot more now, which is great. Yeah. Um. So he's, he's doing great, and I, we always have a good time when we see each other. What's been uh your, you know, your favorite match over the last five years? Maybe you know, if you can't whittle it down to one, what are what have been a couple of your your top defy moments now that we're coming up on fifty shows? Fifty shows. I think the top off the top of my head, the first defy to survive match. Mm. 
because I think a lot of us, which is which is a crazy concept, like ten, just ten wrestlers thrown in, yeah, and like, which like most of the time very fresh to the crowd, you know. So it's like a huge showcase of like who, who can like come through later in the shows. So I think that was like a pretty big moment. Um, for some, yeah, honestly, because I think that's one of my first moments, other than that mixed tag match. Um, speaking of the mixed tag match, I came out, or it wasn't a mixed tag match, it was just a tag match, right? I came out to no music, which is, yeah. I could say that's another weird top 50 moment, because like, who comes out to no music? But that was, now I look back and laugh on it, that was pretty funny. But, <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously, like the match of the year match with Jake Atlas, mm-hmm. and, and also the match with Daniels. At the um, 8XGP. Yeah. And whew, if we do 8XGP this year, that'd be dope. Hell Because yeah. I remember the building was hot that night because it was in the summer. Mm-hmm. And like the sun was still shining when we started the show. Yeah. Which I thought well, I was like, whoa, this is kind of weird. But right? it was still a great show. It was a super fun match. So that was, that was with Daniels, with Atlas. Um, or some other crazy moments that I can think of. I mean, even just last week, like wrestling with Jonathan Gresham. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I never I never thought like that match would happen. Mm-hmm. But also like being in Nick Wayne's like debut match yeah. against the Midnight Heat for the tag championship. And the match with that's you and Darby. That was a that was a stellar match. That was a crazy match too. Yeah. And it, you know, that was like his last one of his last matches before he went to AEW. Mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy i mean i had a lot of crazy moments in defy and like like reflecting and thinking back on it like i'm very thankful for the spot i'm in but it's just crazy to think about like this all happened over five years mm-hmm. and over 50 shows i wonder how many like shows i was a part of but i had i definitely have to go back and check all my notebooks and see what i wrote down do you remember what number of show it was when you made your debut do you remember? Was it like within the first couple, right? The look back. I have to look back, but I think I think it was the same night Brody King was on. Okay, and um, that's how I remember. Boy, he's doing that, pretty good for himself, huh? He's doing great. <laughs> he's doing great right now. Um, because I, I was, um. Yeah, it was the same show as he was on because we were talking about it not too long ago. And I think it was a September show. It was like September 2026 20, or something. But I can't remember the name. Like Kings Among Men or something like that was the name of the show. But or that was like number eight or something. Defy Historian, hit us up. Let us know. Defy Historian. I'm yeah. sure Jim's watching this like, it was number six, damn it. Um, <laughs> okay, dude. So... Uh, you got this big match on Saturday. What do you have to say to the Midnight Heat and Levi? At this point, to be honest, at this point, actions speak louder than words. Like, I'm ready to wrestle. Because, like, when they had their fun when I wasn't there in Washington. They was playing my music. They was coming out to my shirts, doing all this funny guy stuff. Like, y'all want to wrestle? Like, let's do it. I'm going to get my spot back. I'm going to save Guillermo's spot. I'm going to get rid of you three. Like, that's it. 
right there. All right, man. Action Saturday. Yep, they do speak louder than words. Again, it's this Saturday at Washington Hall. Defy 50, the 50th show from Defy Saturday, February 26th. Tickets are on sale now. Cody, thanks so much, man. Where can people follow you? Thank you. Um, People can follow me, Twitter, IG, and on YouTube, and also Twitch. I don't really use it, but uh, you can follow me, and it's at Classic Chun. Uh, Classic, spelled like classic, how it always is. And then yep. trying to see H-H-U-N. Yes, there's two H's. It's like an old Chinese thing. Nice. <laughs> but um, yes, two H's, classic Chun. We'll see you Saturday, man. Yes, sir. Thank you.